1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at cbgairport.com.
2: 12 worst Super Bowl halftime show FCC <laughs> complaints. The FCC got around 1500 complaints about this year's Super Bowl.
0: That doesn't really sound like that many.
2: No, I mean, people make FCC complaints all the time. They just rarely, you know, go anywhere. I think everybody put all their complaints on social media this year as opposed to going to the FCC. Well, none of them were from people who were upset that Tom Brady wasn't playing. (laughs) (laughs) They were about what Jennifer Lopez and Shakira got up to during the halftime show. And, you know, there were tons of people, thousands of people that were just completely inflamed by the whole thing. So here are the 12 best complaints we've seen. By the way, these are actual complaints that were submitted to the FCC, not just posted online. And we did not make these up. All right, number one. This year's show was extremely provocative in the female body moments, moments, not movements, moments. And the simulated padding of JLo's derriere is not for family television. Uh, (laughs) Number two, I was not prepared to explain to my 11-year-old daughter why Jennifer Lopez was dressed so scantily or why she kept grabbing her crotch. My daughter was asking if she was feeling sick from having so much skin showing. Yeah, is is she not feeling well? Maybe next year the NFL can warn parents of the show, uh, warn parents that the show may not be appropriate for children so we can have them leave the room. Uh, Let's see. Number three, it was gross. I am 50, and I'm ashamed that I saw that evil crap on TV. What about all the children that watched that? Uh, Number four, it was beyond inappropriate. Shakira laying on her side, gyrating like sex. Lopez on a stripper pole. Lopez bending over to expose her butt crack. Both performers grabbing their vajayjays. Shakira
0: (laughs) grinding her butt
2: against some tinfoil-wearing man's manhood. With my children watching. Uh, number five, it was disgusting. The close-ups of J-Lo's JJ was yucky.
0: <laughs> yucky.
2: Uh, number six, we live in eastern Kansas but have no TV. Thus, we took our nine-year-old daughter to our local small-town sports bar to watch the game. She's a farm girl, so she understands sex. But could not stop asking, <laughs> Mama, what is all this? Totally confused and as she emerges into young womanhood, absolutely abused. Wow. Uh number seven, J Lo should be J Lo. Oh. L-O-W. Hey now. Uh number nine, <laughs> this is a family show and not a sexual predator show. You
0: know, that my favorite meme that I saw following all of that was it it said to all of those who are complaining about. The halftime show, your generation started it, and it was a picture of Cher. Do you remember when Cher did the halftime show? Yes. And she was wearing basically the her entire, it, it was all fishnet except for this one stripe that came over her nipples and covered her crotch, and wow. then she had a leather jacket on over it. Right. And that's all that she was wearing.
2: Yeah. Well, and did you see her backside? Did she had dental floss, was, black well, dental yes. floss on the back.
0: Yes. And so I'm like, your generation started it. Because Cher is what, in her 70s now?
2: Yeah, I'm not saying it yeah. wasn't hot. I'm just saying that you, just, you could argue. You it was, could make the point. Given the standards of the time. It was, it was, a little, people were like, whoa, what is she wearing? Those, those
1: Beatles brought gonna- drugs to the States.
0: <laughs> These people.
1: Yeah.
0: I did get a chance to see Hustlers, though, on the plane on the yeah. way out to Vegas. Was it pretty good? That Jennifer Lopez. I is considered
2: in. watching that, but I ended up with um, something else. How was that?
0: It is what it is. I mean, yeah. and, and it kind of like, it is incredible as far as like her body is incredible. Yeah. And right. yeah, she does do all of her own tricks. Which is you know fun, but hmm. it's an interesting story. I when missed she the really whole damn thing. Yeah, yeah, she was good. I mean, she's good in it, but it's weird because when I was watching it, and this might sound mean, but it was it. It didn't seem like it was a stretch from like, like I think she really channeled like being from New York and that's Jenny it, from the Block. Yes, yeah, yeah. Not that she was like a stripper or anything, but the attitude I feel like she had in her. Hmm. Gotcha. It was good.
2: Gotcha. All right, what else you got, Jen?
0: Pearl Jam released a new song yesterday, but the only way you're going to be able to hear it is if you point your phone at the moon. The track is called Super Blood Wolf Moon. And if you want to listen to it, you have to download a special app from the band. Then you open it on your phone, point your camera at the moon, and rock out. Wow. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In addition to the song, you can also get on-screen animations, Dancing Around the Moon, so you'll have that going for you as well. of entertainment to go along with that. Cool. This is the second song off the band's upcoming album, Gigaton, and it's going to be online next Wednesday. If you don't feel like downloading the app, you can just wait a little bit longer. Hmm. I don't How know did if you hear, Jeff? Cuts.
2: Uh, I, I heard it on another source. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You
0: found a way. I did. To listen to it.
2: What was I going to play for you? I found no. Billie Eilish. The She's, new song for yeah, the. Uh, Bond. The Bond's The song. New James Bond movie. Ooh. One day after they teased us with a sample, they released Billie Eilish's theme to the next James, James bond, bond movie. Oh. No Time to Die, which hits theaters in April. And just because Jen is not involved with a significant other doesn't mean that she can't celebrate Valentine's Day, too.
0: That's right. You know, I have a love story too, for the love of Pete. <laughs> I do, and um, of course, my love story is all about my son Jacob, who is eighteen and has 18? autism. No, he's graduating. Holy high school. mackerel! Freaks me out. Mm. Um, he has autism, and he and I have been on quite the journey for the past eighteen years. And so earlier this week, I did a podcast with an old friend of ours, Jeff Brian Fink. I down remember in Brian in Florida. Brian, yeah, former he,
2: coworker and dear friend.
0: Yeah, seesaw sessions, which is a tongue twister.
2: That's his, the name of his, podcast. Uh, of his
0: podcast And he interviewed me earlier in the week. Right. Yeah. So this is a, a clip from a 40 some minute conversation. Uh, and what he and I had been talking about um, was connection and the greatest lesson that Jacob has taught me. And that would be presence. Jacob used to love to roll markers, and he had four of them. And he would have them lined up in the same order every time, blue, green, red, orange. And he would roll them one at a time and roll them off the desk. So I went and I got my own four markers, the exact same color, and I would be on the other side of the desk, and I would roll them at the same time he's rolling his.
1: Oh, that is incredible.
0: And I was I was doing it completely present with him, And enjoying it just as much as he was. I mean, it was being with another human being in a way that I'd never been with another human being ever. That is
1: so incredible.
0: And it made me realize how people don't do this every day. They don't take the time. We don't slow down. We don't find ourselves and other people. We don't take the time to know other people enough to see that they are just like us. It may take a while to figure it out, but it's there.
1: Honestly, that can't be said enough.
0: It was so profound and so beautiful. It was mind-blowing. Time stops when you're with someone like that, in that way. And what was so amazing about it is this was a kid that, you know, he never looked at me. He never cared that I was in the same room. He didn't even really try to talk. He just screamed all the time. And I would get down there and I would roll these markers with him. (laughs) Sometimes for hours, hours of just rolling markers. And every once in a while, he would look me in the eye and he would smile.
1: Oh, my God. Connection. I have absolute goosebumps.
0: Connection. And it's like, I want this so desperately with my son because this, it doesn't just feel good. It feels like truth. It feels real in a way that nothing else ever had for me. And I realize I want to take this out of the playroom. I want to be this way in the world. This is how I want to be with people. That's when it really got hard.
1: Oh my God. That is brilliant. You know, because it's so,
0: <laughs> Well, it's so easy because here is this child. He was six years old when we started this program. Here is this kid. He is my one and only child. I love him more than I ever thought I could love anything in my entire life. Of course, I'm going to do everything in my power to be present with him, to love him unconditionally, to see him as perfect, to see everything that he's doing is purposeful, to see that he's doing the best that he can. With the beliefs that he has in each and every moment, right? That's easy to do when it's your kid and you love him like that. Yeah. But to do that, you know, with your coworkers, with strangers, with your family, yeah. that's, a, you know. That it gets g- a lot harder. It gets a lot harder. That's a lot more work.
1: Well, I got to say that, you know, you talked about how you went through, you know, within yourself a lot of dark times. I'm really so happy that you were able to find your way out of that and come back to being the Jen Jordan that I've always known that loves to laugh. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's a relief. It's a relief, but I'll tell you, the work doesn't end.
1: Absolutely continuous. <laughs> At Jen Jordan Radio on all socials, right?
0: I don't know. I think so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god, I love you.
2: That's so funny.
0: That's so. That is That's great.
2: True. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that is a beautiful message, and and I loved every bit of that. And I also love something that a lot of people don't may not be aware of or pick up on. But Brian, who was interviewing her, used to have and probably still does the biggest, most gigantic crush on Jen for years since he was a teenager.
0: Yeah, he he tells that story at the beginning of this podcast and we're going to share it mm-hmm. on. Uh, it'll be on Facebook so you can listen to the whole 44 minutes if you want to. But yeah, he's he talks about that, how how he holds me responsible for getting him into radio oh that's oh. cool yeah among funny. other things among other things yeah. yeah the kind of trouble i used to get that poor kid in cuz he was like <laughs> he was like 16 when he started coming he to the had radio station
2: such a thing for you yeah
0: he's sweet he's a good guy
2: he is a good, good guy. guy yeah Well, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day.
0: Thanks for listening to the Q102
1: Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
2: As prices keep creeping
0: up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month.